welcome Steph to this beautiful now moment where we get to share and explore and dive in and witness your magic of what it is that you bring to the world. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your gifts. Thank you for welcoming me here. Yes. So first off, I just want to dive into your journey of how you have cultivated all of this wisdom and strength regarding the womb and the feminine piece that all of us have within us, but you shine it so brightly. And so I would love for you to share how this all came about. <sighs> okay, so that's kind of like a multi-layered um, journey. First aspect of it was being wrapped into a very controlling, abusive relationship for many, many years. Um, and having that person completely take away my entire essence. Um, I was raised by a single mom and was always around powerful women. My grandmother was a powerful woman. Um, so I was naturally a very wild and connected with my sacred sensuality, very free, very um, confident. And then I met this man and uh, he, his own fears um, and his own wounds got in the way and caused me to suppress all of that and caused a lot of shame and um, just loss of self. And through that, I mean, a lot of us have been in relationships like that, where we, the person that we're with um, kind of feeds off of our vulnerabilities and our weaker sides and, and pulls out that because they haven't dealt with their own demons. So that's essentially what I experienced there. Um, so then when I finally came out of that, I had no idea who I was. I was essentially like a completely empty person. So then had to completely refine myself, which sounds really scary, but when you're completely emptied and you've just gone through this path of completely losing yourself. Now, all I had left was this fierce determination to be true to myself. And there was nothing that was going to stop me from that. So then I just, I only ever wanted to explore what made me feel good from that point on. And I've continued to hold that um, throughout my life. So that's kind of the first part of the journey. Um, and then the second part, I had experienced three consecutive miscarriages. Um, and when I went to the doctors at my third pregnancy, saying, you know, I was very afraid and, you know, I wanted to know maybe I could prevent it. Did I do something wrong the last time? Like we naturally as women, we tend to think since we're meant to have babies, if we don't have them, then we feel broken. Um, which is very unfortunate, but part of the process, I guess. So at that time I felt very broken and terrified that I was not going to be able to hold this third baby. Um, and none of the doctors would really help me. The family doctor supported me with, um, like blood work and different testing, very basic stuff, but that was it. Everything seemed normal. So 
then when the third miscarriage came, I just felt a complete sense of defeat and loss and just total inability to succeed in my role as a woman (laughs) to make child. Um, So that led me to down the holistic path of holistic reproductive training. Um, So that is a very like, it's essentially two years full spectrum doula training, but with a very deep um, portion of that in self-reflection and our own womb healing so that we can hold better space for the people that we work with. Um, so in that allowed me to dive deep into my womb to heal those traumas based around the miscarriage is, and then also diving into other womb traumas, the stuff that I was carrying from the abusive relationship before, um, and stuff that I was carrying from my ancestral lineage even, and every little piece of stuff that we pick up, you know, stuff we learn in school, those little bits of shame and, um, like slut shaming and just these different things that we pick up through other people being wounded and not really knowing how to compassionately communicate with each other. Um, so that led me on a big two-year journey and just awakened this huge excitement and passion and just knowing that this, this is the work that really can change our lives and heal the planet as a whole. And I just, I can't stop now because, <laughs> because the more I do it, the more beautiful things I see and the more amazing I feel. And I've literally at this point created the most beautiful life. I like, I would have never been able to imagine and would have never thought I was even worthy of when I first started this. And it's just And it just keeps unfolding and getting bigger and more beautiful, the more womb healing and ancestral healing I do. That's yeah. It's so amazing because like, I feel like each of us who have gotten on this journey of finding ourselves, we all have similar like situations that we've gotten to overcome or challenges, right? Like, um, in the underworld that we've gotten to now be faced and each moment we're getting this opportunity to choose a different lens that we see it and we can like move down this next path. And so again, like you're showing all of us, like how we can overcome these things. We don't have to hold on to the people that have hurt us or our, the pieces of ourselves that we have, not wanted to love and and nurture and and based on the programming and things that we have experienced as humans you know so i applaud you and admire you for doing that work because sometimes it's not easy you know but being able to be the example is such a good good thing and so one thing i wanted to dive into that i really am that has really inspired me is like your womb like wheel, I guess that we can call it where you talk about like the way that we can not only create like self healing within ourselves, but like in our business and all of these things based on our menstruation cycle and like what that looks like to even prepare our bodies to have a baby or whatever it is, have a a new idea come out of us. Right. So can you share a little bit about the, um, the different process that you've kind of seen 
within that? Yeah, so the the cycle wheel essentially, uh, which is a cool word for it just since the image, but um, we have five phases to our cycles, which we're not taught this. So as we're growing up, we think life is just we're just crazy because we go through these roller coasters of emotions and waves and we never really feel neutral. Like men most of the time feel pretty neutral. Just they don't really wave up and down very big and that's fine. But we're told we're crazy because, you know, we have hysteria and really low moments or, you know, PMS and whatever, but that's all part of our cycle. And if we know each phase, and what its intention is and the purpose and how to nurture that, then we can flow through these waves with so much more ease and understanding and the ability to create um, the life that we desire and to really understand ourselves too. Um, so just like kind of a quick overview, uh, the first phase of our cycle would be our moonsies when we're bleeding. Um, and that's like a time to really hibernate and go within and be very still and quiet and embracing darkness and solitude and being alone. So naturally at that time, a lot of us feel irritated by children or partners or family or any of the external world naturally, because we're supposed to be hibernating. We're supposed to be in this dark little cave of self at that time and just really nurturing our own powers and our safety and our um, our emotions that have every right to come up and to teach us. So that's the first phase. And I could go in so much more de detail, but just basic. Um, and then second phase is pre-ovulation. So a lot of people, when they look at the phases, see pre-ovulation to post-ovulation as one phase, but we actually shift within those as well. So pre-ovulation, we come out of, we start kind of into this new process of self. And at that time, we get a lot of like big ideas. We get really creative, very passionate, very excited about things. But because it's at the beginning of a new cycle, we also tend to feel impatient and we want all of these things to happen right now. So being aware of that impatience and knowing like we plant the seeds, we nurture the soil and then we let it grow and the flower will bloom in the right time. So then we move into ovulation and most of us feel very powerful and very vibrant and very beautiful and sensual and awakened. And that period usually only lasts about three days. So yeah, we have tons of power at that time and we got to really just get out into the world, shine that light, be present and really just embrace that high feminine energy at that time. Um, and just enjoy life and being beautiful and natural. And then post ovulation is like our most neutral time. That's when we think like, I feel super normal right now. I'm not too high, not too low, no crazy emotions coming in. I can just roll through my life pretty normally. Um, so that's the time to just simply be and enjoy whatever comes up and not, not try or think too hard, just be. Um, and then the premenstrual phase, commonly known as PMS, da, 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 um, is 
the time that a lot of people resent and just like dread and want to stay away from and like especially our partners and our children and whoever lives in our household often tend to be like oh my god stay away from her she's like she's on pms um but that is for a reason so in that time is when we're in the underworld and these demons and those darknesses and those emotions that are coming up the things that are frustrating us instead of reflecting them out to the people that are around us if we go within and explore those emotions and those frustrations it'll give us insight to what's holding us back from moving forward in our life and to really blossoming and growing um so taking that time to actually dive into that space and allow those emotions to be felt and heard and nurtured instead of pushing them away um or pushing them on to other people it's really we have to make a conscious effort to go within and look within ourselves and explore those things that we're feeling and experiencing. Mm. That's it. So well put. And, but it's, it feels like a little bit harder than as you share it, you know, because like I had shared with you, like as an athlete, like I, it didn't matter like what was happening. Like I've just been on this go, go, go phase and like learning from you. Like I've really been mindful of like, okay, like here I am in this space. Like let's go inward and really see. And I'm really seeing some shifts in my reality based on like really like facing these like dark parts of myself that maybe I didn't want to see and allowing the phases to like just it's like almost like a flower right like blooming it's like you planted the seed and then now it's just churning over and and doing what it needs to do effortlessly which is amazing but it's just like like practicing it and really like being okay that like we're actually not meant to go 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 you know like it's literally this deep program of like oh you have to like be just going and working and doing all the things you don't love but like the more that we sit back and really understand the benefit of being a woman we can actually like flow with this phase so thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> mm -hmm, my pleasure and that's all part of like anything that we're learning takes time to integrate um and unfortunately you know way back in history we were taught this right from the get-go we were brought into the red tent when we started our bleed and all of our sisters, our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunts, the women of our tribe would teach us these things and help us move through these waves. But we've lost that. That was taken away from us. So now there's women like me that are trying to bring back this sacred primordial wisdom. Um, so I am launching womb mystery school which is like the traditional name for this practice and these traditional teachings uh which is starting in september so we'll be diving into like all of that in detail and really healing and nurturing that womb space and stepping back into our womb sovereignty and our sacred feminine power Mm, that sounds amazing. And, and so you also use herbs and things. And so I'm curious as to are there certain herbs that you teach others to kind of use and enhance during each phase of your cycle? Yeah, definitely. So I am also a trained herbalist. And that was kind of another part of the journey that led me to connecting with the feminine because Mother Earth is just that divine feminine energy and also reconnects you with 
you know, my inner witch. Um, so there are a few different herbs that you can work with. Um, and depending on the person, I, I'm not going to list all of them, but the main ones that I definitely recommend women working with is raspberry leaf um, for the week leading up to your bleed, because it'll really help. Um, it's a uterine tonic, so it helps the uterus contract and be strong and expel the tissues with a lot more ease. So, you know, if you're getting a lot of spotting or a lot of cramping or irregular cycles or lots of clotting, uh, it can really help regulate that and just allow the uterus to function properly. Um, and it's, it's an all around reproductive tonic as well. So it just balances that whole system and drinking it like every day for the week leading up to your cycle will really provide a lot of relief. Um, and then something like nettles, uh, which you always want to pair with a vitamin C. So like hibiscus or rose hips, because the nettles are going to restore our iron, but also provide us with a whole array of different nourishment. So drinking that through your bleed and then like a few days afterwards just helps you restore that vitality and keep you from your iron dropping too low and becoming anemic or feeling really sluggish and stuff like that. Um, and then another one I really like is mugwort or motherwort, depending on what you feel called to. Um, motherwort is like a very mothering, nurturing herb and mugwort is known as the crone herb. So like if you think of how a grandmother would support you, like more powerful, a bit more fierce, a bit more direct and a bit more um, ancient wisdom sort of thing. So either one of those are really good for like balancing out your cycles, but also connecting us with that sacred feminine energy and that psychic ability and that intuition and, and our, and our powers essentially, which we have through all of these phases as well. Mm, that's so good. And it's just like, I just, um, experienced my cycle and like, you're giving me so many, even more things that I can do to like, allow myself to release even more because like, like you shared, like this particular herb can like allow you to relax. And I feel like a lot of times like our thoughts and or previous or are wanting to be this certain schedule or whatever it is where I could create all of these different irregular, irregular, like things happening in the body. And so it's interesting how even just going back to the basics, right. Of like herbs can really like allow the body to just be like, okay, here we are, you know, cause I tend to do that a lot where I'll find myself just like kind of freaking out for, I don't know why, you know, cause it's like, again, like this program or this feeling of like, I know it's here, but like, where is it, you know, kind of thing. And, and I think it is like allowing the body to relax and using something like that could really help someone whose body maybe doesn't want to relax in that moment. I think part of what you're saying too is the masculine mentality that we get into of needing to do and go and think and be and take action and like be very active and we're programmed to be in that masculine mindset and it it serves us in the right purposes but it really needs to be balanced and that's where that these herbs and that coming back into our body and back into our womb space and back into our traditions and knowing the phases of our cycles all of that brings that feminine energy back into balance so then we can flow through life with so much more ease and the more you practice like 
stepping out of the masculine and finding more balance, the more you find that any action that you do take or logic that you move through when you're in the masculine comes through with a lot more ease because we have that grounded, soft centeredness. Um, yeah. Mm, I love that so much. It just, again, it's just another reminder to take a step back and really appreciate that we have these tools and things that we have always been given, but now we're kind of going back to them as we've been away from it for some time, just by getting to learn and experience all of these things. Yeah. It's all about awareness and reconnecting with our body and questioning the narrative so that we can reconnect with our own version of the truth. Mm, I love that. And so you shared that you're doing courses and all of these things that are coming up to help women and you do doula services and things like that. So where can everyone find you to connect with you to have these kinds of conversations with you to learn more about their feminine piece of them? Yes. So the best place to find me is Instagram. So earth.moon.womb. Um, and that's where it kind of, I share every, all of those tidbits and you can find in my bio, the link to my website, which is earthmoonwomb.com. And then on there, that's where you can find out about like my three month womb goddess program. So that's just a one-on-one you and me deep diving into your womb and your body and your healing and really bringing out that sacred feminine sensuality and power. Um, and then there's also on there, the womb mystery school and just one-on-one consults and the, the doula support. Mm, I'm excited for everyone to learn more about this because I feel like as a collective, the more each of us kind of dive in and, and heal the parts of ourselves that we haven't wanted to look at, we can help others heal and really create this love and peace and joy that we're all wanting to be and see all the time, you know, so I thank you for your magic and the experiences that you have experienced so that you can bring this to the light and share it with all of us. Hmm, Thank you so much. I really, truly, fully believe that connecting with the feminine, healing our wounds, healing our ancestry, and healing the wounds from patriarchy is what will save this planet on all levels, like with equality and the climate and Like you just, as soon as you connect with that feminine energy, you can't litter. Like you have to care about the planet. You have to care about the people around you. Like that's just, there's no way around that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, please, please explore that. Whether it's through me or someone else, please dive into that and and embrace that healing opportunity. Because I promise it just, it really expands your life and the world in such beautiful loving ways and we all need it so much Mm, and you're sharing in words like it literally feels like an energetic hug so thank you like I feel goosebumps I'm like I totally feel you on this level of healing like this deep healing that it can be hard to look at you know but the more that we can really like see it fully and really explore it we're really going to make some huge changes so you are the one of many leaders that are diving in and doing the work and 
and seeing the results. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much too. And thank you for receiving that hug. That's totally like everything that I'm trying to do here. If I could just go out and hug the entire world, I feel like my mission would be accomplished. <laughs> well, your mission is accomplished because I can feel it when you speak, what you're sharing, everything that you're doing is essentially like a tree hugger. You know, like I feel, I feel that vibe from you and I really appreciate what you bring. So thank you. Thank you so much for holding this space and the acknowledgement. Yes, you're so welcome. And ah, stay tuned for more. Appreciate you. Bye for now.